none of us are doctors and no rabbit no <laughs> rabbit dicks were blown off in the making of this episode <laughs> Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that's aiming to be the first podcast in history to get a Michelin star. Ooh. Now we're, that's a, we're, we're, we're going to get it, too. <laughs> What's our current rating? Uh, right now, uh, it's uh, we've got five uh, uh, reviews on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, so They're we're all, like... A- every, all, of our, all of our ratings are five stars, so Michelin people, I mean, yeah, look come at, on. It's- We've got better stars. Uh, we've got better stars than the Outback Steakhouse. Right. So we're coming. And we have a better onion blossom. <laughs> yeah. You want to see my onion blossom? <laughs> That's, uh, the answer is always no. You have to no. say it in Australian, like poor, <laughs> really bad Australian accent. Right. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doimo, with Nathan Smezrud. Uh, a man who could be referred to as the onion blossom of our podcast. We have never asked to see my onion blossom. It's Joe Gogazello. Uh, and you guys, uh, we're making awful history yet again. Really? Ooh-ah. This may be our uh, most last minute uh, guest of all time. <laughs> Coming in the clutch. Coming in clutch. <laughs> clutch our our next guest our, our previous guest was going to try to do it from the road while coming hung over and it just it just didn't driving. work out driving driving hung over <laughs> from we a just, festival from a festival and we're just like uh, well, we could reschedule and we were we were possibly just going to do an awful conversation and then but like joe's like i i, I think i got a guy <laughs> i know I, I always know a guy you, you will you, 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 you <laughs> I got a guy for everybody oh you don't have a last minute guest guy <laughs> <laughs> i got a guy uh, he's a Minneapolis comedian, uh, very funny, and uh, and Joe loves him, so we're all going to love him. You guys. Lahiru Samarasinga. Yeah, well done, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. Wow. Proud of myself on that one. <laughs> we didn't have to like do multiple little, takes. Yeah. <laughs> the little pause <laughs> in there is delightful. Something where I was like, yeah. Like walking up to the edge, first time on a high dive. Just Yeah. It's like looking over the Grand Canyon, not the, like you're, hope, you're hoping that there's going to be like a guardrail, but it's like, it's just natural beauty and then just takes you out of it, you know? So you're the Grand Canyon guests on our podcast, Lahiru, so there you go. Thank you so much. I've had to get used to like whenever someone says my name, they kind of look to me for a quick like, did I fail uh-huh. A plus B minus? And I, kind of, uh-huh. I give a little hand wave or something before. <laughs> the little head I, nod. I, yeah, yeah, you did saying. it, bro. Yeah, it's like, man, you, like, it was like, it. great job. It was like, uh, it was like the first time as a little kid at the public pool that you went on the, the really high diving board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, everybody's looking. You can't back down. Yeah. You can't You're already up, up there. Like, oh my God, I made it. Yeah. There's a line of kids waiting at the bottom of that ladder. You gotta, <laughs> you can't you, walk you down gotta go. Bro. That's the walk of shame. Jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just go already. <laughs> and I'm just happy I didn't belly flop, you guys. So there we go. Tom and Ross and go. No, it's good. I like that. <laughs> Here, this, is the, uh, this is the uh, Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. The very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume show us your resume why should we hire you have you ever had a job right you open fire you tell us all about yourself and your place of business talk about your former jobs filthy shady politics show us your resume uh yeah again like i said the resume section is just where you can kind of take different stories from the jobs and just kind of Tell us all about it, and we'll sit here eagerly like a bunch of schoolgirls. Sure. I was actually kind of worried about this at first when Joe had brought up doing this podcast, because since graduating college, I had been working like engineering jobs. So I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know. But for the eight years before that, um, I taught swimming lessons through like my local town's Parks and Rec program. 
And <laughs> wait, 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 the wait. Parents wait. of those children. Those were the. Are you saying that we stumbled onto your job by making the, the high dive reference? <laughs> none of us, none of us knew you were a swim instructor, and you're sitting there like, "Yep, I've seen that. I've seen the kid up on the high dive." So now with this, that's yep, that's me. Age? I'm the one screaming, "Jump!" Yeah, <laughs> jump! Uh, uh, get up. <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna pass my class if you're not gonna jump off the high dive. Yeah. Uh-huh. So was this young kids? It was young kids, and then like once I got experience teaching young kids, they also had me teach some of the adult classes as well, which was strange as a teenager trying to like get adults to swim. <laughs> I mean, kids seem way easier to teach how to swim than adults because kids are yeah they're scared, but they're because they're scared because they don't know. But adults are scared. Yeah, they still don't know, but they have it burned in their brain that water is dangerous. Right. Yeah. And then, like, the the method of teaching them was different, too. Because, like, with kids, you could be like, come on, Max. Like, you got this. Whatever. But, like, <laughs> with an adult, you'd be like, hey, man, like, you need to fucking float. Otherwise, you and your kid can't go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you taught them the same. Like, come on, Arthur. <laughs> come on. You could do it, Arthur. <laughs> Who's a big 36-year-old? You're a big 36-year-old. You could do this. If you don't learn how to do this, your kid's going to have a shitty childhood and be embarrassed of you. I taught your kid how to swim. The worst was your kid is in my day class. That's exactly what I was about to say. That's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) Wait, so you had to teach. So you were teaching the kid and then the parent was in the night within the adult class? That would sometimes happen where it was like, and not only that, like the kids, typically they were so excited about it that they would be, they'd be really good at swimming by the end of the class. Meanwhile, like the parent, the adults were always slower to teach than the kids. I feel like. Day one was always the adults getting over their fear of water. Like <laughs> and the little kids are swimming yeah. around. Them. You should show them the video of your, your children's <laughs> class. Like, get in the water. Look at these little seven-year-olds. Are- they aren't afraid of it. Look at them do this. So you say that the parents were yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it was, there were, there were two sides of it. Because on one end, the kids were, uh, like, you know, when, when you go from, like, teenager to adult, like, the mental difference changes a lot from year to year, right? And so... As maybe a 16 or 17 year old, I was probably mentally closer to an adult than the children I was teaching. So like there was an easier side to, of that where I could be kind of real with them being like, hey, you like you need to learn how to fucking swim. But um, <laughs> it was definitely harder for them because they had a, a more realistic fear to get over. But were the, the, the parents of the children that you taught, were they were they monster parents? Were they like you? You're not teaching my kid. My, uh, my kid should be Michael Phelps yeah, right now. Sometimes, sometimes there was a bit of that uh, where, because what would happen is at the end of the session, which would be in the summer, it was two weeks, five days a week. But then in the other seasons, it would be like two months every Saturday. But at the end of the session, you'd like hand the parents this certificate that would say whether the kid like passed or failed the level. And there were some parents that would get like really mad when their kid failed the level. Meanwhile, they're watching their kid do poorly in the class every (laughs) single week. (laughs) I just think of like the parents just trying to take the classes ahead of the kids. Like it's a, you know, like that person who wants to teach piano. So they start learning piano and then they're just teaching a week. (laughs) Oh yeah. This is called the doggy Uh paddle. (laughs) Uh yeah yeah I've been doing this for uh, doing this forever. Doggy doggy style. (laughs) I uh, I uh, I love that the parents watch their kid almost drown during the class and then was pissed Mm -hmm. that they failed. Like it's like hey pissed at you like hey why can't you pass my kid and you're like I'm legally responsible if your kid drowns and I said that they could swim like it's I don't need that on my conscience. See, and that, this, it's a whole generational yeah, I thing like, I don't understand. Is like parents showing up to their kids' practices and Ugh. of any sport. 
Like it, it is beyond me mm-hmm. that a parent just sits around and watches their kid practice. Like when I was playing sports, it's like they just threw you in the room. So oh, your coach is handling you now. I'm going to go do whatever the fuck they went and did. I'm going to go Who chain knows? smoke cigarettes and play pull tabs. Yeah. <laughs> right. My mom sat in the car. She didn't even go anywhere. She oh. sat in the car, and this was pre cell phones. This is in the late eighties. So like, doing, they're like, I don't know what she did. Like reading like the a New York Betty Times Crocker crossword puzzle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was finding new recipes or something. I don't know. I don't know what she was doing. She was just submitting some uh, Dear Abby's. Yeah. <laughs> just drinking box wine, reading <laughs> Dear Abby. Right. So, so Dear Abby wasn't a real lady. Betty Crocker wasn't a real lady. Uh-huh. Uh, what's Debbie. next? Mm-hmm. Little Debbie's not a real lady. What's next? Aunt Jemima's not my aunt. Nope. She's not. <laughs> this is- I don't think she's around. No, no. Fuck this no. shit, bro. Life is not. Life is meaningless. And and Joe, I, I hate to break this to you. There are some people who don't like Sarah Lee. <laughs> like, really? And I'm not related to Uncle Ben. This is yep. fucking ridiculous. Well, you are, but he died after uh, that <laughs> Robert tried to uh, kill him after that wrestling match. And then that, that's when you became a vigilante. <laughs> right, yes. Who's been. Who's been opening my Christmas cards that I send to Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima? <laughs> uh, heartless corporations, Joe. Heartless corporations. So, Lahiru, you're 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 a swim instructor. You're having to you're having to teach the mm-hmm. kids to not die. Uh, that's I think that's pretty much the the first lesson uh, is just don't mm-hmm. don't die. Uh, Water can kill you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it can be dangerous, kiddos. Um, so you're talking like did you ever have like the helicopter parents like the ones who would just sit there on the side like no you don't teach them like that oh giving swim instructions to you <laughs> or, or... oh um yeah uh, there was some of that so the thing was the uh pool was divided into three lanes and there were bleachers on one end of the pool and so like we would kind of dread being in the lane windows next to the bleachers because then like <laughs> the bleachers were close enough to the pool that they can sit comfortably and be a helicopter parent from the back like backseat <laughs> driving but teaching swimming lessons right so there was three teachers each teacher had a lane yeah and we all stayed in our own lane <laughs> and uh sometimes if the class was big enough there was a second teacher if the class like, was large how, enough yeah how did you make sure that you weren't the lane by the bleachers were you just like all right betty you're bleach you're i respect your elders i've been here for three seasons right? it's <laughs> you're you're by your lane three i think it would kind of depend on the age of the kids that you were teaching uh funnily enough the preschool the youngest kids were the ones that we kept the furthest away from the parents because i think <laughs> those were the parents that really wanted like you know nitpick every single thing that you mm-hmm. you know were working with with the kids um, but then the older ones, they kind of kept by the bleachers because at that point, maybe the kids have been taking swimming lessons for a while. So the parents gave less of a shit. <laughs> We've been dropping you off here for four years. We don't give a shit if you if you don't learn, <laughs> if you if you learn or don't learn swimming because daddy's betting on the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining a bunch of parents like chain smoking cigarettes and uh, like. <laughs> passing around a flask at that point you know like uh, oh did you see his backstroke so yeah that's, that's good form yeah, why wouldn't you yeah, yeah they're, they're up in the corner playing poker chain smoking <laughs> which one's yours uh, you know the one that's failing they're taking they're taking bets on which which is the first kid that's going to need mouth to mouth I don't care about my kids learning how to swim I just came here for the poker I really love the, the camaraderie yeah. I get out of the house the kid shuts uh, the fuck up because he's just <laughs> swallowing water. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid and I was doing swim lessons at the YMCA in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. They had they didn't have like the bleachers like yours. They had this instead. It was a second floor. It was a full glass window, like a huge thing that was the whole stretch of the pool. So like parents would be watching from the side of the glass, but they'd pound on it like it was a hockey game. What? Yeah, like they're just like, come on, oh, you, got, God. you got this. You, you kind of, it was like, you got this. And it, I, I just, thought that was going to be a great way to keep the helicopter parents away, but no. let them helicopter. No, it's even worse. It was even worse. They're just pounding like, on the glass. They're, pound, they're pounding on the glass. Like they're like, oh, come on, ref, that's not roughing. This is it's swimming. They're swimming. What are you doing? They got a, they got a fucking 
like a tall boy in a fucking paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my aunt is the uh the head coach of the diving team of my local high school. And uh her and my mom for extra scratch, because my mom's a teacher, so she has summers off. They taught uh swimming lessons like my whole life. So I was I was that uh I was that baby that was in the in the pool that the the instructors just like taught how to float. I was like, <laughs> they like teach, teach infants how to float in water. I I was one of those. <laughs> like the, the, the cover for the Nirvana album. You could, yeah. That was, that was actually Nate. I got uh, a callback on that, but it was, <laughs> I didn't get the gig. Uh, your parents are like, never mind. I'm going to go all the way out to Seattle. This is bullshit. <laughs> we can't do it here. We have a pool. Did you, uh, did you, did you ever actually on a serious note, did you ever have like to actually save a kid? Like maybe because like they weren't good swimmers and, or like had to like, you know, anything like that. You I'm curious. Count the number of kids in your class, in your lane. You're like, all right, I had 12, but I only count 11. Uh, all right, hold on. I got to go down. <laughs> Let me check in the bottom. I think, um, oh, I actually have a great story. So I didn't have to save any of the children. Adults, this is the thing. It's, it's, I don't know how to... uh, as a, uh, I, I also lifeguarded for a short amount of time while working at that pool. And during one of those shifts, they had this like open swim period. And there's this adult who was swimming like closer and closer to the deep end. And like I could tell by the way he was swimming that like this wasn't going to go well. And <laughs> so he starts to kind of struggle in the water and i'm along the edge of the pool kind of very like i am about to jump into the water and help you and he turns to me and fully full sentence just goes i think you should come save me now and so then i had to like blow my whistle jump in and fall out to the side of the pool that is the calmest i believe i I believe i need saving yes uh i think that sounds that sounds like the right course yeah Perchance, if you have a moment, like physically, he was doing. <laughs> he was physically doing all the motions of drowning, <laughs> but was able to vocalize. I think you should. Oh, this is great! I like. I hope that you were like sitting in your little lifeguard tower and like just with like the Baywatch theme song playing through. <laughs> it's an indoor pool, but still wearing sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. So wait, all right. So lifeguarding. Uh, so did you uh, did you wear the one strip of of uh, sunscreen on your nose? Like like a dope eighties lifeguard. <laughs> um, Zinc oxide. Well, so, <laughs> protect the nose. <laughs> we they were both indoor pools, so we okay. didn't have. So, <laughs> oh, <okay>. um, <laughs> so, so no. you still had the sunscreen on. Um, just lifeguards, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm just wearing the uniform. It's part of the uniform. <laughs> right. You're just mad you didn't get to ride a jet ski. You're like, what the fuck. <laughs> Although jet ski in a pool inside, I don't know. It sounds fun. <laughs> gonna... I love, I love what it, like. There's open swim and then there's couples swim. <laughs> they play a they play a slow song and they hold hands yeah, while they, they swim around the pool, like that, like that, that, uh, like that video on YouTube of the otters just like on their backs, just like floating, holding paws, like in a circle. So, like, any like, some other, <laughs> is there any some other stories from like teaching that kind of stick out in your mind? Um, <clears throat> stories from teaching. Um, there were just like, I think it was during teaching swimming lessons that I kind of learned um, how, like, I, I begin to understood my meanest teachers in school. Like, <laughs> you know how there were teachers in school that like weren't afraid to yell at the class because the kids were being shitty. Like, there were definitely moments like that where I was saying because I said so to kids that were like a couple years younger than me. Like, I wasn't an adult to these people. Like, they were <laughs> children, and I was like, no, you have to swim across the pool because I said so. There's a bit of that. Um, Not to swim across this pool. The weirdest story. <laughs> the, oh, the best way of um, kind of disciplining children that like weren't behaving was because we were all in a pool. It was cold outside of the pool, so if kids like were talking too much, they would have to 
stand outside the pool or sit on the edge like and they're like all right i promise i'm not going to talk and like i'll listen that's hilarious it, like you're like all right you sit at the edge and you don't get a towel you don't get a towel you don't get to warm you're up and dry pre- off exactly yeah sit there, there shaming an eight-year-old like wouldn't you rather you be in this nice warm water huh? watch the kids like have you're gonna sit there and shake like the little <laughs> asshole that you are yeah, your dad can't swim either. <laughs> <laughs> You're mocking him. You're mocking him because it's, it's genetics. You got your dad's swimming genetics. You guys both drown. You fucking rocks. <laughs> Just berating an eight The other weird story was when we had like, we had a, we once had like a, like a creep at the pool once oh too. no it was kind of a terrifying situation to you had a pool navigate. pedophile yeah did you, did you guys also have a big glass panel yeah, where I people banged so. on it yeah he was banging on it but it wasn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so what he did it was this guy he was just like he was sitting in the bleacher with all the other parents but like he was there for multiple classes in a row and we were like, <laughs> like oh, oh i think we get what's going on here <laughs> yeah and you know sometimes did he there try would to be say that he was a did he try to say he was a swimming scout the... i'm a scout for the olympics <laughs> <laughs> just i'm looking for new talent yeah it's i'm sure no, you are Peter he, Ball, like, get would, out of here. <laughs> he would try to pretend he would try to pretend to be a parent like it was the sitcom situation of like who's your kid and he'd be like oh that one and like vaguely point and we're like we need to get this guy out of like <laughs> oh he can't God. be here he can't be here um and so it was a very weird time because the rest of us had to like keep actively teaching children while like other adults were trying to get him out of them. It was very weird because we were also kids that didn't want to be creeped on by this adult. It was a very complex, strange situation. Oh, God. I'm surprised the parents didn't go too far. (laughs) Keep doing your front stroke. Keep doing your heads down in the water. Don't look at that police officer (laughs) escorting the man out of the building. No. Face down. (laughs) Breathing exercise. We're we're doing diving today. Diving. (laughs) Well, just imagine if if you're a group of parents sitting in the bleachers at your little kids swimming lessons and all of a mm-hmm. sudden a pedophile is outed like that's some fucking that's like some stakes that's some burning at the stake scenario you got a mob on your hands like that yeah. person was never seen mm-hmm. again because they were put in a dumpster somewhere behind it behind a, yeah. uh, <laughs> was it was it a gunster <laughs> it was a guy it was, yeah, it was <laughs> pickled in a vat of chlorine yeah it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you do have all the chemicals. <laughs> you, you yeah. could, if anyone actually could get away with murder, it'd be someone who works at a pool. You have all, <laughs> you have all the cleanup, all the stuff for bodily fluids. You are, you are, you guys are way ahead of the game on that. Plus, you got the vacuum to get that yeah. stuff going. Yeah. Right. I mean, if I had a kid, I would totally, <laughs> I would totally be there. I would stay. I would be in the bleachers mm-hmm. playing poker, smoking <laughs> with those other parents. You'd have the signs, but instead of defense, it would be like backstroke, backstroke. Come on, Bobby, don't drown. <laughs> You're making me look like an asshole out there. <laughs> Why don't you get out here and swim, Dad? You know I can't do that. I'm only one lesson ahead of you. <laughs> you know, water put out, puts out cigarettes. <laughs> Joe's doing the back. Joe can only do the backstroke. I, back- <laughs> yeah, I only do. Back- like a little steamboat chugging along. <laughs> and little puffs of smoke coming up. <laughs> so, how long did you do that for the, the 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 whole swim game? That was for eight years, like the four years of high school and the four years of college. That was um, what I did. Dang. Yeah. I also I might be I might be mixing up stories here, but that guy did show up at a beach in the area um, later on. But the lifeguards that work at the pool were the same lifeguards that work at the beach, so we like <laughs> got to him way faster. The time. fuck out of here, Gary! <laughs> it ain't gonna work around here either. That was the case. <laughs> yeah, who wears a trench coat at the beach? <laughs> be less obvious. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair he did wear the little strip of sunscreen on his nose though so that you know to be a, a lifeguard, to be a lifeguard yeah, that's himself. True. 
He's also he just started walking up, and you guys just pointed, and he was—he just kind of turned around and walked with his tail between his mouth. We're like, "That's the guy." Yeah. He's trying to slow motion run in the sand like Baywatch. Dude, your picture is on this, bro. Like, how did you not see the flyers all around this this beach? Your photo on them. It's like it's like those when you go to like a when you go to like a gas station and they have photos like "Do not serve," but instead it's this guy like "Do not allow near swimming area." Uh, so Lahiru, um you said you also heard, you, you, you said like you teaching adults was you said was harder than teaching the kids, right? Like because the adults kind of have their own sets, you know, like because kids are moldable, yeah. adults are kind of they're a little bit more uh, firm. Uh, <laughs> well, not really. I mean, come on, kids are malleable and adults yeah, are firm. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> just, now, like, now I'm sounding guy? like the guy who got banned yeah, from see, the beach. All right, Gary, <laughs> settle down. I got the malleable <laughs> kid. You knew what I meant. Yeah, yeah, we did, and we also couldn't help ourselves. Uh, So we're dealing with adults. Those firm adults. Yeah, I I like kids that have been in the pool too long. They're all malleable and wrinkly, pruny. Yeah, they're all pruny. They look like little old people. I think you two have watched Cocoon too much. That's really what I believe. if they're all wrinkly and they look like oh, look at those wrinkly kids. Oh, it's gonna be one of those episodes, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I just uh, I might as well stick my foot further in my mouth. So those firm adults, yeah, you're you're trying to break them. I'm assuming, like part of that was just trying to break them of like habits, thoughts, fears. What's the most ridiculous? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like adults always had excuses. I'm just a bunch of adults with water wings. <laughs> <laughs> They got the little they got the little nose clip so the water doesn't go up their nose. The little thing that goes around your waist that's like a little dragon. It's like a little floaty <laughs> dragon. So you had to deal with excuses and things. Like, can you remember like like was there any like I, I can't do it? It's been thirty minutes. Like I I I think I just I, I had just a ate. Tree. <laughs> I ate on the way um, over. I can't get in the pool. I think I feel like adults, they almost uh they didn't do that as much because unlike the kids classes like they were paying for their own classes so they're just like no i like need to make these yeah. count so like i'm not going to bullshit like i like i will blow bubbles today i swear i will <laughs> to spend these next 50 minutes learning how like... I, I just want to see like a 40 a bunch of 40 year olds doing the bubble blowing like the little <laughs> kid bubble. good job arthur Good job, buddy. You blew so many bubbles. Did I? Yeah, was my did. face all the way in? <laughs> <laughs> so I, that was your whole, that was, uh, so your whole, your first job and only job from high school to through college mm-hmm. was, was being a like swimming lessons and lifeguard. Uh, then you became an engineer. What do you engineer? If it's fucking pool mm-hmm. toys. I'm gonna lose my goddamn shit. <laughs> Water filtration. Yeah, like, that would be wild. <laughs> it actually works for world. Okay. Uh, no, I, uh, I, <laughs> whirlpool. Um, no, I work for. I've worked for different medical device companies uh, since graduating college. So it's been, um, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's interesting. It's I'm a quality engineer, so. So okay. it's a little bit of a scary job because, like, basically, if I do my math wrong, these devices could kill people. It's kind of <laughs> what happens. Well, see, there's so, your you know? carryover. There's your carryover. <laughs> Both jobs. You don't do it right. Someone's going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should now you should go to the office <laughs> right. and start playing the Baywatch theme song. <laughs> yeah, right. As I walk to my cubicle, you have one of those little, the red. Down, yeah. You have the red floaty. For some reason, you got rid of your office chair. You have one of those tall white chairs. That's like you know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta scrape a sunscreen down your nose. Everyone's like, what the fuck <laughs> there it is, and there's. <laughs> you have a, we save lives, bro. You have we a whistle. Lives. You have a whistle around your neck, and anyone who tries to talk to you, you go. No running in the office. Yeah, get. Oh, you just ate there, Brandon. And no getting in the pool for 28 more minutes. I was going to say, before you who said what you did, uh, like, uh, as quality, I thought, I was like, uh, did you invent, did you help engineer the lady catheter? I like, I, that was, that is still the most mind-blowing medical device. 
it's just it's like a vacuum and sits outside of old lady parts and like it just it, it makes sense it it's, it's dangerous to get up at night you need you need something to help that was the commercial like you should have this See, now you don't even have to get up anymore <laughs> Joe, Joe likes to bring this up on uh, episodes when he can. He, he's still obsessed <laughs> yeah. with this uh, this device. I watch old people it television. Like yeah, I have it on in the background <laughs> while I paint, so I, like I hear all these commercials. Like, no, but I do do CPAP machines. Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> different old people catheters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see the, the other end. Machine, the older old people catheter. That's how catheter should, for your that's mouth. how they should market it. It's like a, it's like a it's like a different. It's a catheter for your mouth. <laughs> you could take this to work with you, here. You're, you're welcome to take I'm... any of our ideas. Yeah, use that in the office. See how fast they get. Fucking, uh, they give you a box. Perfect. <laughs> You'll be back lifeguarding yeah. real soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is on a podcast? It sounded like a good idea. Yeah, right? I always do. <laughs> I always do have to clarify that, like the care the catheters that we do are like kinds that go into like blood vessels and things so whenever i explain my job to someone i have to be like we work on the catheters not the penis kind relax you're preemptive it you're preempting it because you know the next question is going to be is it is it, yeah. the, is it the, is can you like, make it less paid can you make it like less going up my dick hole like <laughs> can you engineer that like it's like please <laughs> Because that's like the scariest part of the catheter for me. I, mean, I I might just get a lady catheter and just like yeah. boy, like duct tape it to my dick. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's gonna be less painful. Yeah, it's, it I, then sum up your dick hole. Fuck yeah, bro. Uh-huh. Like it's I ain't into docking. <laughs> that, that's not docking, but okay. Wait, what's docking then? That's just touching dick holes together. I'm. Uh, God damn, this episode's gonna a have a lot of, of this sounding. Episode's, this episode's gonna have a lot of uh, a lot of. Um, this is a, a not safe for work. Yeah, episode. for sure. <laughs> uh, docking is when a person with an uncircumcised penis and a person with a circumcised penis. Oh yeah, and that's they right. They put the little hood over. Uh, yeah, and then they, like, you know. yeah, like when you and, put your and putting you put your dog's mouth in your mouth. <laughs> like you ever put your dog like I'm gonna bite you like I like ah I've never done it like it's I've seen it on like a, <laughs> I've never done it but I've seen it on some websites mouth in my mouth like, ah. and for anyone who is curious when you st- stick things up your pee hole that is called sounding <laughs> sounding yes I Whoa. know it had another silly name that made no sense yep don't don't Google it. Just, it's called, just trust me. It's called. Ah! Nate, Nate's done the research, so you don't have to. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was just called. <laughs> hey, Joe, we don't yuck yums on this podcast. We right. Don't yes, yuck yum, people. We are, we, we are a kink friendly podcast. Yeah. If, the, if you're if into sounding rods or whatever you do, stuff up his dick hole. Totally cool. That's you're de- you, you're, you do. You. You're getting in early because catheters <laughs> are gonna you're gonna get you hard as fuck, bro. <laughs> Man, I've always been surprised there was never a like a like a spokesman for for catheters named Kathy. <laughs> it's it's an animated it's an animated catheter named Kathy. Kathy, I'm Kathy, I'm the Kathy catheter. the catheter. I'm going to be helping you pee today. <laughs> Pops up next to the the clippy, the paper clip that shows up in the yes! corner of your computer. <laughs> oh, I see you're trying to urinate. Can I help? <laughs> Is Clippy still around? I think he's retired. I think I think Microsoft's just like we we can't. We, there people know how to do it now. We're, we're taking this seriously. <laughs> it, it's not like we're trying to teach adults how to swim or anything. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> if they can't watch a YouTube tutorial, they shouldn't be using a computer. Right. <laughs> so so you're an engineer on the research and development side, correct? Like or or at least on like quality control, trying to like you work with the product, not the people, so to speak, right? Right. So these the places that I've worked are the sites where they physically make the devices. And so I'm one of the people that they let know when something goes wrong with that. Oh, ooh, curious. Just because. Um, what are some of the what are, what are some of the going wrong stories? This catheter um, blew up in my dick hole. Oh, that's right. Your dick hole it, it, it's like one of those it's one of those like gag cigars that explodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like Yosemite Sam when they like Bugs Bunny would light it and then it <laughs> yeah uh i guess because it's at this point where 
we're making it like we haven't shipped it to anyone yet it's not being used on a person yet oh. like i'm kind of like the last wall before something leaves the building okay um so yeah so so, you- so there aren't any really like scary surgery stories from my job no you got like crash test dummy stories. <laughs> like, you're, you're like, right, you're like the, exactly <laughs> smashing Volvo's into a wall. They're like, huh? This one killed them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> his dick exploded. <laughs> dummies with dicks. <laughs> Actually, dummies with dicks is going to be our spinoff podcast, Joe. We're going to keep that under our hat. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i couldn't imagine though like if you did if one of those did get out man like that would that like you guys have to have like a uh a, a, have a few departments of people making sure that like that shit's safe i would assume yeah i think like the moment it like hit if we, if we find out an issue after something has like gone to a hospital and stuff i think legally shit hits the fan i, I haven't had to run into that but <laughs> so you wouldn't have that I job that's what would happen that that company doesn't exist anymore. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm giggling like, oh yeah, we don't test it on humans. It, like, it's this is the, it, but you do like test it on like like rabbits. Oh shit, we blew that rabbit's dick right off. <laughs> Glad we didn't test this in humans. I mean, this floor is just riddled with exploded <laughs> rabbit dicks. Exploded rabbit dicks. That's. <laughs> oh, what's what's behind that door? Oh, oh don't go in there. You don't know. Pop. This is not a bring your daughter to work day scenario. It's a different kind of blowing bubbles. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Did I get my head in all the way? <laughs> oh, see, but like ah, that would that would actually be so cool to actually work with people with like a scientific mind like that because I, I'm a schlub. I work at a bar. And I work in restaurants, the hospitality industry. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you're going to hear a lot of people, like, at your job saying things like, um, the vaccine is just a way to put 5G chips into people. They say the earth is round, but I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you, you'd be surprised. Like, <laughs> I would, <laughs> like <laughs> there's, like, for working at a medical device industry, there's like a lot of people that don't understand that a vaccine like will help. And they're like, no, I'm not going to get it. I'm still going to come to the office. And it's like, no, you're the reason that work sucks even more right now. <laughs> I thought you were going to say helicopter scientists. Their parents are actually watching them do experiments on the side. Do science better. <laughs> Timmy, your hypotenuse isn't, isn't sound. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, you did, you did, banging you did on the window. Yeah. <laughs> Why did my kid fail? Because he's dumb at science. He blew off a rabbit's dick. That's why he failed. <laughs> that experiment better to be double blind placebo controlled. So help me God. I'm just, I'm just imagining one of these coworkers of yours. Like, I'm not going to put that in my body. Now, a pacemaker. That's natural. <laughs> that, that belongs in a body. I like how we're gonna have to start this episode. Yeah. We're gonna have to end the episode with uh, no uh, rabbit dicks were blown off in the making of this episode. <laughs> say that again. We'll, we'll get it as a clean. We'll get that as a clean one. One real, real quick. And nothing no of rabbit- what we say is to be taken as medical advice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. right. None of us are doctors, and no rabbit, no <laughs> rabbit dicks were blown off in the making of this episode. I'm going to have to, I might, you know, we don't do a lot of commercials, but God damn it. I might need to clip that and just put that on our, like pin that to our page. So that's all it is. It's just every episode is like, we are not doctors. <laughs> anyone who's taking try this at home. Anyone who's trying to take our, us as medical advice. Also for drink entertainment purposes only. Yeah. Yes. Warning. Don't try this at home. Awful service podcast is for entertainment purposes only. No rabbit dicks were blown off in the making of this episode. There's your there's your isolation. There you go. Love it. And then put the law and order dun dun at the end. <laughs> dun dun. Um so here we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about the jobs and the customer service stories. No. Uh we also exist to battle the scourge that is oh. known as Karen's. Uh, but before we go into our next segment, 
Lahiru, how mm. how do you uh, define a Karen? Um, I would define a Karen as a a white woman who thinks that the world exists for her and gets mad when she gets any evidence that declares the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yep. <laughs> that's that's concise. I dig it. Well, each and every week, we look at different uh, Google reviews, Yelp reviews, Facebook reviews. Sometimes they're not even reviews. They're just posts, tweets, sometimes even just handwritten notes. And it's a segment that we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. 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 This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Each and every week. A fellow contributor and just general saint of a human being, uh, Rebecca Wilson, dramatically reenacts one of these uh, Karen reviews. Uh, and here is Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Uh, this is for a Panda Express. Okay. Ooh. First, let me say, we like Panda's food. They are one of the few fast food outlets we still frequent. But today... When trying to pay for my food with legal tender, I was told there is a coin shortage and they had no change. They offered to round up to charge me extra to push the lie. I offered to round down since it was not my responsibility for their folly. They declined. So I thanked them for their time and walked out to a smattering of applause and good jobs. I'm sorry to see Panda pander into the left's agenda, though I'm not surprised. But it seems to me that in this time of high inflation, lower wages, and the steadily rising costs of eating takeout, that driving paying customers away is not a good business plan. Okay, I have I have uh, I have three <laughs> I have three points. One, she was making this point. This the, the hill she was going to die on was over thirteen cents or some shit. <laughs> like it was probably not. It probably wasn't like oh hey it's a dollar you know it's uh, this is going to be uh, eight dollars and three cents. And they were like, we need 97 more cents. <laughs> we're going to round up. And it, like that wasn't, it was probably close to the next dollar. It was, if you know, you, it, I doubt that the Panda Express employee, they're that. Two, I feel like, I love that she said legal tender. Like, what did she bring in? Like Confederate <laughs> money? <laughs> it was legal tender. And, fucking... <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure that she wrote, <laughs> and three, I'm pretty sure that she wrote this whole fucking Karen a Yelp review because she came up with pandas pandering. <laughs> when she thought of that in the car on the way on the way to a Lian Chin, she was like, "When I get home and I'm eating lemon chicken, I'm gonna fucking I'm writing this Yelp review. Pandas pandering. I gotta remember that." <laughs> I just know that this guy probably just berated some teenager working behind the counter who just is like being told to like, I just like, just tell them that we don't have the chain. We don't have the change. The banks aren't doing it, whatever. And so some 16, you're like, sir, I, we can, you can round it up. And like, just like, no, this is America. Damn it. This is why Biden is. I want to speak to Mr. Express. Yes. <laughs> We go to pandas it's all also the like time. I offered to round down. It's like, that's, that's not better. <laughs> it's, since it's their folly, <laughs> right. you know there was a, there was a bit of a time during during like some of the budget crisis and shortages. Like even my restaurant, we had issues getting like certain denominations bills yeah. uh, changed, things like that. It happens, but it's just you. But can't... if it's forty nine cents, do you round down? Right? It's like fifty cents. You flip a coin as to what you do. Well, but Joe, they don't have the coin to flip. Ah, that's right. They don't have the coin to flip. <laughs> 
that. So yeah, I'll rock, like, paper, scissors. Yeah, like, but again, like, anytime anyone just tries to, like, the same thing with, like, with, like the mask mandates and now, like, with Minneapolis and St. Paul where you have to uh, show proof of uh, vaccination to go to restaurants and mm-hmm. things like that. Again, I've said it on this podcast a million times. It is not on the employee for what the civic or other issues I know are going on. Like they're not they're not the ones writing the law or doing any of that. They have no they have no control over that. But somehow <laughs> the customer still takes it out on them. Oh, always. I mean, I there was a couple mm-hmm. times like they there were people who made like these little hosts at my restaurant cry. It's like, how are we supposed to fucking eat with a mask on? Like, Whoa. shut up. Shut up, Gary. Go back to the beach. <laughs> Go home. I think Tucker Carlson's on. Right. But much like somebody. I love that she oh. said smattering of applause. Like she got like really. It was a really, he actually. The people in the line at the Panda <laughs> Express. They, they, were, they were really applauding that, that you like had stood up for your rights of like as an American and not going to round up. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not going to round up. No, what they were applauding is that you finally finished your fucking 14 minute tirade <laughs> about change in America <laughs> and pandas pandering. And someone now probably someone probably shouted, shut the fuck up. Yes. That's what they were actually clapping. They were applauding <laughs> for her leaving Him. the smattering of applause. It was a guy. It was a guy, you. Joe. It was a, oh, it was it was a, a guy? David. His name was David. <laughs> yeah. But he. uh I, I guarantee the only one applauding was him. But he him. did think the, it was for him, though. Yeah, yeah he was like, "That's yeah, that's right." Yeah, that's I right. did that. Now, in my mind, it was he was the only one applauding was him as he was walking out. He was like, "Good job, good job, you got." And then, and then his, but you know, he wanted to make it sound more legitimate. You know what right. I mean? A smattering of applause. <laughs> He was doing a round of applause, you know, where you that whole like do a round of applause. You know, he thought that that was. (laughs) (laughs) And what what was with like the the formal like 19th century writing to their betrothed? I know. Yes. The folly of you shall receive my (laughs) formal complaint within a fortnight. (laughs) This was delivered by Crow. Denying my leave <laughs> as approved by these United States. <laughs> and much like somebody getting angry at a 16-year-old because they asked if they wanted to round up, sometimes yes. we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Why did it fail? Oh, I love this. Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my play written down. I had my play written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? This is the segment called GY That Fail, where we look at different uh, businesses, menu items, and uh, commercials. And let's face it, lately, it's been training videos, fast food training videos. And we ask ourselves, why, why do you think that didn't work out so well for them? Uh, last week, we just had a, like, how to not be a, a, a slouch at an Ace Hardware. Uh, we had music videos uh, featuring uh, Michael Jackson ripoffs and uh, Fry Guy hip hop and everything between. I found a new, and this is one is another fast food one. Wow. Yes, but it's not a musical one, but it, it oh. does fit into the same kind of. Um, it does fit into the same kind of uh, things that we've been dealing with. The same theme uh, of them, like someone at corporate going, "Oh no, this is a great idea." Uh, so this is uh, for a Del Taco. Uh, Del Taco. Ah, I know, right? We're we're getting outside of the Wendy's at least. <laughs> There's a lot of bad Wendy's training videos, but this is this is for a Del Taco, and this is uh, this week's uh, G. Why did it fail? What's your first impression when you see our restaurant? Well, inside it's cool, clean, but there's only one thing missing to make it a perfect first impression: someone terrific to greet you. This is the walk position. The walk is the very first person that the customer comes in contact with. So who's ever working the station, taking the orders or handling the cash transactions, sets the tone for the customer's dining experience. Now, I don't claim to be an Oscar-nominated actress, but in the walk station, I have become aware of the usefulness of a little bit of theatrical talent. I mean, think about it. The restaurant business is like show business. You have to give the audience what they want, and you should always leave them smiling. Okay, so the first part of this is also not an Oscar nominee. They claim it it to be a dining experience. (laughs) (laughs) That that alone. But the first part of it, this is just like this seems like a normal like (laughs) 
it seems like a normal training video, right? Like this is just like you know this. I can see what they're going for. This turned into a porno. Uh, no, I wish. Uh, it does. <laughs> it it does, however, it. take a hard left turn here. So uh, strap on. And I strap love this in. is like show business. I, I love that she said, "I'm like I'm not Pulls an out Oscar a skull. nominated." <laughs> Starts talking about Horatio. I'm not an Oscar nominated actress. I did have a walk on in in Scarface, though. I was an extra. I was a dead body in Law and Order. Yes, exactly. So this takes a hard left turn. So. So let's uh, let's see where this goes, you guys. All right, buckle up, Buttercups. Cue the walk person. Walk person. Where are you? Walk person. Cut, 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 cut. Customer, you oh, shit. never changed. The director wearing the beret <laughs> with his bleached hair. He had the tips. He had, a, he had like the little, like the little, the like the little, the little, the little, like monocle, uh, monocle uh, looking yeah, glass. The, yeah, I got to check the uh, the temperature of this fucking scene here. <laughs> it's, and I like how he's got the leather jacket with the uh, with the see collar. See how up. it frames up. Yep. Where's the walk person? The customer should never walk up to an empty counter. <laughs> hold on, hold on, pause it, pause it. Does this guy have a lisp? <laughs> Does the director have a lisp? Well, we where was the walk person? <laughs> oh, no. Did I, I? I swear that's what I heard. Where was the walk person? I also I love that like this is this was like totally like late eighties early nineties. So she instead of a cell phone, it's uh she's sitting there checking her makeup. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's try it again. <laughs> you stupid piece yeah. of shit! Oh, gotta put the sunglasses on because I'm directing. He does have a wedding ring on, so at least that's good. He's not going to take the sunglasses <laughs> off now? Yeah, he, he's indoors. He's a, he's a lifeguard, you guys. He has to wear his, <laughs> inside to wear his sunglasses Inside Del Taco on. right now. Right? Yeah, where's his, like, sunscreen? <laughs> Customers. This guy's so method. Oh, really? I mean it. <laughs> he just, oh. he just, he just Harvey That's... Weinstein that actress. Oh yes. My God. I'll see you in my trailer. <laughs> You're beautiful. You're awful. perfect, honey. <laughs> Don't change a thing. <laughs> you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my face on your face. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> and then he's doing. This is a took... disgusting video. This is oh, hilarious. Again, what are there's... we supposed to learn here? I we're, we're... well. Let, let's learn Don't together. Don't put your makeup on. <laughs> Don't agree to work with this guy as if he's a director. <laughs> Don't trust a director on. that has to wear sunglasses inside. I mean, even Tom Cruise forgot his lines <laughs> once. All right, what happened here? She's a customer. Maybe it's her first time here. You, you're the expert. You need to help her out here. And you want her to be more specific, well, then give her some suggestions. Oh, okay, pause it for a second. I, I, okay, I realized he doesn't have a lisp, but he <laughs> is trying to do what sounded like a lisp is him trying to do a terrible New York accent. It is. He's trying to do some sort of accent, and it's coming off lispy. <laughs> I don't know what accent he's trying to do, but it's also he's directing a Del Taco training video, and he's talking about Tom Cruise. Well, they did mention a lot of Oscar nominations in this. They're looking for they're, they're hinting That's at true. something. She's an Oscar nominated actress. <laughs> at the end, I'm going to laugh if at the end of this training video it has a first for your consideration. <laughs> <laughs> He also did put the sunglasses back on to walk over to the other actors to take them back off again. (laughs) (laughs) He's only using it as a power move. Oh, yeah. It's like, you're this close to losing this job. Do you want to lose this job? Here's how you're not going to lose this job. He's, But he's, he's taking the sunglasses off and putting them back on and taking them off again and putting them back on way too much. You lose the, the power move loses its power. A little each time. So then by the end, yeah. yeah, by like the fourth time, you just look like an asshole that's wearing sunglasses inside and can't stop taking them off and putting them on. <laughs> I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
got it? Great. Okay, everybody from the top. Hey, where's that smile? Glasses <laughs> <laughs> no on again. Right. And action. Glasses on again. Hi. Oh Be white. Um, I'll have a burrito, some fries, and a Coke. Okay, will that be a combination burrito? Sure, okay. And a regular order of fries? Yes. Okay. And a large Coke. Right, that's it. Will that be for here or to go? For here. Cut and print. Fabulous. <laughs> Justine, you were terrific. <laughs> really, I mean now it. We know you were fabulous, name. colossal, incredible, <laughs> wonderful, awesome. Well, I learned a lot. I learned that customers will often take my suggestions. I also learned that if I wanted to get the lead role in this play, I just had to go back to his trailer. Yeah, yeah. He didn't take his sunglasses off then either. <laughs> there was. There, there was a lot of that guy hitting on both I of also them. learned I'm much more pretty when I smile. <laughs> also, I love that what she's wearing now is not what she's been wearing in the previous two scenes at all. Really? Yeah. She, yeah. I, yeah. If you go back just a little bit. Oh no! I guess it is. She was wearing the smock. She she she, she took she the smock off. She just had the apron off. on. Yeah, nah, she just, that's what yeah, it was. It's, it just it just looks different. It's very jarring. Perhaps. I like that they're doing this office style where it's like an interview. So that the kitchen will get started on it immediately, but don't <laughs> do it like I did in my audition. One combination burrito and an order of regular fries. Cut! 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 <laughs> Phenomenal as always. I mean that. Really, are you okay? I'm sorry. She's new. I apologize. Wait, you all right? So much touching of the tall blonde lady. Hey, so this is her audition. Is this shown in training or in HR? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is what not to do. Touch the director. <laughs> Don't be a goofus like this director touching all the girls. You're, just because if you're, you're the man, a manager you're... at a Del Taco, you're not a director of a film. <laughs> Don't wear sunglasses <laughs> inside. Great. Don't ever change. Justine. We're not doing the miracle worker here. The customer knows what she ordered. You don't. Wait, 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 wait. The miracle wait. worker? The miracle worker. Is the Helen to... Keller story? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> We're not... trying to do a Del Taco <laughs> training video here, Justine. Listen, you deaf, blind bitch. <laughs> Helen Keller and Del Taco. <laughs> I'd like a combo platter, please. Water. Burrito. Burrito. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let us let us take her in. There's still 40 seconds. Oh my god. The order back in her face. I'm sorry, but I was just trying to make sure that the taco bar heard the order. Are you serious? The taco bar in Timbuktu heard the order. Now, look. Where There's taco bars in Timbuktu? Yeah. <laughs> Very it's a cool. modern city. So I mean, we'll go to welcome to Timbuktu Taco Bar. Where would be a good way to face? <laughs> Towards the taco bar? This one has a future. I can sense these things. Places, <laughs> It puts the lotion in the oh, basket. The <laughs> it does whatever it's told. <laughs> this one. This one. Oh. <laughs> Wait, hold that, on. It's called Stay Focused and wild. Save 10 no, Hours a Week. That's the, uh, no, no, no. That's the, uh, oh, that's uh, the commercial. That was a commercial afterward, but. Oh, I was going to say, all right. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was just like, it just said Del Taco uh, audition. Is, what did we learn there? Um, that is, that was a training. So kids had to sit through that mm-hmm. when they could have learned what, how to fucking make this. What was, yeah. How to not be molested at work. Don't let them touch you. That video could have been so much better if they recast the director. Right. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. Never change. Well, I guarantee that guy. I guarantee that guy is like the son of like a Del Taco owner. That's what I was thinking, too. He was the yeah. oldest kid. We keep we Mr. keep coming Taco. back to this conclusion that the people who make these videos are just like the they're like the creative children uh, yeah, of rich kids. It's the friends and family of whoever the oh, franchisee yeah. is. At least the kid's out of the basement for a few hours. He's fucking around in my Del Taco. It's fine. <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> 
Uh, well, this has been a, this has been a fun episode, but I think it's time we eighty six the podcast. Uh, but before we go, we have one last segment we like to do. Um, it is called Human Yelp Reviews. That's for you, the hero. You get to uh, you get to actually rate the podcast live in front of us. Um, oh, you, yeah, I know, right? No pressure. Uh, <laughs> We uh, we prefer to have a five star metric, but that is merely a suggestion. Uh, you can use as many stars as you like. Um, you can either do the podcast as a whole, or you can do mm-hmm. us individually. That's your choice. And whenever you like to start. Okay. Um, I would say that I mean, out of the like podcasts that I've either done or been on, this is definitely the most like organized, smooth to run. Like you guys clearly have a machine here that. You guys have uh, done many, many times, and that's really, really cool. Um, and you also made me feel like I could participate in the conversation, which was really good. So I would give you guys five stars. I'll take it. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, we 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 pride ourselves on that 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 last because we get we get that one as a, as a frequent uh, <laughs> frequent reviews. You guys actually seem to have a, something together. It's not just a bunch of people free <laughs> speaking. No, trust me. Mm-hmm. We we have we have a version of that. It's called Awful Conversations, which is a whole other that's a whole other monster. But we don't. We typically don't put guests through such things. No. We, <laughs> sure. we, and if you want to join us and be the lifeguard, yeah. you can just dive blow a whistle time. at us yeah, and get us back on track. <laughs> get out of the water. <laughs> I'm a hero. I think I need saving now. <laughs> you bailed me out of this yeah, I said some really terrible shit I think I need saving The <laughs> Hero's the official lifeguard of the Awful Service podcast <laughs> to have him come in and save a bitch if it starts going down the wrong I'm telling a terrible story I need saving all it's right. Hi, guys. The hero here. Uh, I'm coming to bail them out of this bit. We're going to move on to the next segment. Here, so, all right. Yeah, actually, no, if he was the if he was the lifeguard, where was the where was where was he on the uh, the, 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 the the kid versus adult, the, the malleable versus firm thing? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I was drowning I there. You could have saved Matt, but you just joined us in laughing at him from the shore. <laughs> <laughs> you drown in there, Matt? <laughs> you want to say what? firm and malleable again? Lahiru, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> <laughs> how do people follow you? Um, on uh, all social media, I am at It's Lahiru. Uh, the only one that's not that is TikTok, which is at It's Lahiru and Farlow because I have a joint account with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, how do people follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Nathan Smezrud on Facebook and Twitter and N Smezrud on Instagram. Uh, and if I can eventually convince people in Bismarck to listen to this show, uh, we will be doing the semi-secret comedy show uh, every last Thursday of the month at the 510.2 Speakeasy in downtown Bismarck. So yes, look I for love that name. promotions on that. Or if you just want to drive to Bismarck and you just need yeah, to reason- come to it. Yeah, <laughs> heard it's and a then, fun town. Joe, how do people follow you? Oh, they just look in a mirror and say my name three times. <laughs> That's just, it's real easy. And you want to hang out with me? And he and he shows up with a with a can of malt liquor in a bag. <laughs> it's, He's like, yeah, you gonna you wanna go swimming? Heard you need saving. <laughs> As for me. Uh, you can follow me. I'm Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am uh, at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. For me to promote, <laughs> uh, I have the Keller Open Mic every Wednesday evening in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Uh, the doors open at 8. The show starts at 9. It's in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub. If you're a performer and you listen to this, come out to my fucking mic, goddammit. We have crowds. Um <laughs> <laughs> We, we we get audiences. It's uh it it's just how it works. I, I follow the podcast. It's at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Uh Hero, thank you for being our lifeguard today and coming in last minute to save us as a guest. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was delightful. Yeah, no problem. This was so much fun. Yeah, we very much appreciate it. And now you're the official uh lifeguard of the Awful Service Podcast. So yeah. <laughs> it, uh, prepare for some phone calls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it's a, it's going to be a lot of mouth to mouth. It's like Nate's calling. It's like <laughs> Matt and Joe are drowning. You need to save them both. I need you to resuscitate this bit real quick. <laughs> um, and as always, take swim classes with your children. That way uh, you both can, you can learn and bond. Yes, you can learn together. <laughs> And don't be a helicopter parent. Be a be submarine a helicop- parent. There you go. <laughs> or, or a boat parent. Be a boat parent. And have a good night. <laughs> boat parent. Warning. Don't try this at home. Awful service podcast is for entertainment purposes only. No rabbit dicks were blown off in the making of this episode. It's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say Services have